YouTube Outtakes. This week I'm joined by Lonnie Farrow, which is our VP of Government Affairs for the South, and Dan Shear, our SVP of General Management and Market Development. Hi, everyone. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm excited to be here and talk about uh, um, our topic today. So as Dan started to tee up, today we are going to talk about one of my favorite topics at the moment and really top of mind for so many people, and that is politics. But we're going to look at it and discuss it from a different side, really thinking about out-of-home's role in the 2020 elections and why our industry is in a unique position this cycle and for future cycles to be a significant part of different candidates and groups' media mixes. So one of the first things we can kind of talk through, and Dan, I'd love to hear your perspective on it since you have a ton of experience working within the out-of-home space and deep knowledge on all things political, is why out of home this cycle and always is unique and important for any kind of candidate to consider when they're thinking about their media mix and investing in different types of media to get their word out. Well, Lindsay, I I think that the out of home sector of media and advertising is, is a great opportunity for political candidates and ballot initiatives across the country for a multitude of reasons. First, media in in itself is very fragmented today. Television, which was traditionally the mainstay and workhorse for political advertisement throughout the 50s, 60s, and 70s, 80s, 90s, and so on. Back in the day, there were four or five channels only, and now there's 999 channels you can choose from on your cable or satellite network. In recent years, with different platforms to stream television shows. A lot of commercials are being cut out of that viewing audience to buy these services. So that workhorse has kind of got a diminished advantage over over the rest of the media world. Other medias such as newspaper are going out of business around the country. Very, very few newspapers are growing in general. And so the readership is usually online or uh, handheld devices. So that traditional platform for doing political ads and newspapers is is kind of going away. Radio, which was also a, a mainstay for political advertising, is very fragmented. Most of the platforms today for radio, if you're in your car, which is where most of the radio is listened to, you know, every car today has Sirius XM or or an opportunity for you to put in your playlist off of your cell phone. So the opportunity to hear those ads on on radio are slowly diminishing away. Out of home in the same breath is out on the streets. It's in your face and it's it's a medium that you can't turn turn off. I think that political candidates and ballot initiative proponents and opponents of it look at out of home as a as a media vehicle that can reach the people that they need to reach. And it's something that they're now diving into full-fledged. So I think that that's the advantage of of out-of-home today, and I think it's really growing fast across the country. Not an advantage of of out-of-home. It's, you know, it's unskippable, like you've talked about. Um, We, It's a medium that is widely available. There's, There's just no bypassing it the way you can many other forms of media. But the other thing we've seen happen throughout the category and across the out-of-home industry, and this probably as well into the political world, is that digital amplification that happens when people are exposed to out-of-home, when they see out-of-home, how they interact with it. It's something we've spoken about on many, many episodes, but that people who pass by an out-of-home ad 
are very often apt to take a picture of it, share it on their social media. They will search websites. They will look things up and they just they remember it. And more importantly, for younger audiences, millennials, Gen Z, who may be more skeptical of other forms of media and more than that are a lot of people who either have sat out in elections or are really deciding who they're going to vote for for the first time and really getting involved. They trust out of home. And that is so instrumental this cycle more than ever, because in past cycles, trust has become a big issue as well. Lonnie, I think as we're moving into that sort of digital and mobile application conversation, you could talk a little bit more about our targeting capabilities and the strategy we have behind the out of home and mobile pairing and out of home and social pairing that really makes our medium a perfect complement to people's handheld devices. Yeah, I think, you know, we've spent a lot of time creating a strategy that works for our clients and, and that's, you know, candidates, ballot initiatives, specific issues, political committees, all, all sorts of, of clients in the political realm. And one of the things that they're really focused on is targeting the right uh, demographic, targeting the right voter. Um, and so some of the things that we've been able to develop in pairing our billboards and our mobile is really that very specific population of any any number of categories of voters. So voters that have voted over the last several elections, uh, different demo- age demographics, uh, different populations based by based on race, based on ethnicity, um, and looking at some of their the voter patterns as well, right? To really understand what our clients are looking for. I think one of the very exciting things that we've done in the recent uh, election cycle is develop some really targeting targeted mapping of congressional districts, House and Senate districts at the state level, and then ultimately local jurisdictional maps as well. And that's really helped us help our clients target the people that they want to focus on. It's really been incredibly uh, granular, and we found that it's been incredibly rewarding for our clients. You bring up a great point, Lonnie, about targeting uh, the right demographics and the, and the right voter that, that candidates and ballot initiative campaigns are are trying to reach. And, and that's a great asset and attribute to out of home because we are based on geography. So where somebody making an investment in television or a specific congressional district or a city county vote um, on a local level, if you're buying television, you're reaching an audiences that won't be voting for, for that candidate or that ballot initiative in a specific area or district. Whereas with out of home, we can focus geographically on, on inventory that is located in, in a specific area where the voters are located and where that uh, candidate is a representative or, or hopeful representative of that district. And so geography plays a great, great part and it's, and it's a way for you to utilize and um, the ad dollars that you're spending more efficiently versus wasted ad dollars on areas of coverage that are are not your target demographic or voter. I think what's also really interesting, just in our our reach, right, our, our scope, we have assets in all of the major DMAs across the country, and so we've got these national campaigns, national initiatives that are coming to us and and we're able to utilize all of that great information that Dan just mentioned, right? All of that demographic across the country in a very streamlined way, a very standardized way. Um, And so I think that that really 
uh, helps our clients. Absolutely. Another aspect of out of home that is from the traditional out of home standpoint of, of signs, we have both static and digital inventory. Static inventory, which obviously takes a creative change and uh, a production involvement to change out the creative, is a great vehicle for branding. So if it's, you know, vote yes on this candidate um, because they represent a certain aspect or a certain characteristic that um, the voters are going to be appealing to, or a ballot initiative, vote yes or no on a ballot initiative to stop or to start an action. That's a great way to brand it. The digital side of it, though, with our digital assets, which we have a full digital network across the country, that's that's a, a vehicle where you can change the creative message um, in the middle of a campaign anytime you want. So if something becomes a hot topic today during a campaign, to or for a candidate, you can, or for or against a candidate, you can change that message in an hour and have a new message on the street that supporting or attacking a specific action that's, that's taking place in, in, a, in a certain area. It's a great vehicle for candidates and ballot uh, initiatives to get the word out on the street, both in a static and digital format. Yeah, I think what you both have started to really mention and sort of allude to, and I want to make sure is that really a big call out with what we're talking about today is that if you were to ask politicians five years ago, six years ago, campaign managers, anything, what they thought of out of home, more often than not, so much of the conversation is it's a broad reach medium. It is cumbersome. It doesn't move at the speed of politics. But everything we've talked about so far today has really countered that. And the conversations we're having this election cycle with those groups are specifically about that, that out of home now can really reach people within those finite geographic boundaries. Politics really in general is one of the few categories where if you go and you advertise two blocks south of where you want to be, it may not be relevant because if you're a candidate trying to get a vote, you could all of a sudden be in a different district. So having us understand where our assets sit within the actual areas and the people you're trying to reach within those spaces and being a little more finite in those locations is super significant. And then when you layer on the digital component, all of a sudden that cumbersome challenge goes away. So from a broad reach and important singular message awareness perspective, static is still excellent and it still works really hard for for your groups and it works hard for candidates and it makes all of your dollars that you're investing everywhere else work harder too because people are more likely to search for something after seeing an out-of-home ad because they're more likely to share out-of-home on social than any other mediums. But when we think about our digital inventory, specifically the things we can do, you can move at that speed of politics that is so in demand and has very often left out of home out of the conversation. So like Dan said, changing your creative throughout a cycle, being up within just a few hours versus it taking days and weeks to get printed and posted. There's a lot that out of home can now offer with its digital offering that allows it to be much more conducive to the needs of the political news cycle today. So as we've spoken through the landscape and the opportunity for out of home and any kind of candidates or ballot issues or uh, presidential candidates and races and people supporting different groups to lean into out of home and really consider it as an important medium within their full media mix. We've seen a lot and heard a lot them were able to get in front of the right decision makers at those campaigns and, and challenge their perceptions of the industry and why they maybe have opted out of out of home in the past, that when we've been able to 
to do that. And they've opted in. They've added out of home to their mix that we've seen a lot of success. Lonnie, I think it'd be great to hear from a national perspective what we've started to see. A few quick examples. And then, Dan, on a local level, you can really highlight what you've seen over the years and how you've seen it change a little bit more recently. We have seen some really incredible success stories at the national and state level. Uh, The state example that we've got is a House district. It was an incredibly contentious race, four or five candidates heading into the primary. Um, We were working with a candidate that utilized digital and mobile, ultimately made it into the runoff, used the mix again, going into that runoff and won by 200 votes. And he attributed his success to out of home. It, It was an incredible story for this candidate. On the national level, we've worked with a couple of political committees and ballot initiatives, one state in particular, big ballot initiative that really wanted to reach the entire state. And they were able to use our multiple assets throughout the state to carry that consistent message on out of home. Incredible story of the power of a ballot initiative and how it impacts the entire state. I live in Colorado in the in the suburb of Denver and um, probably over the last decade, I've seen the the power of out of home work on the municipal level with city council folk uh, members utilizing out of home in their in their little districts in some of these small towns as well as in the, in the city of Denver uh, to get reelected and to get elected as straight competition with uh, no incumbent. I've seen the success at a county level. Um, we've had multiple county commissioners wise um, uh, out of home, both static and digital in their campaigns, and were successful in, in getting elected. Mayor of Denver um, has utilized uh, out of home in his last three elections, and he is um, now going to be termed out at the end of this this term. And we've also seen it on ballot initiatives, both at a, at a municipal level as well as at a state level in Colorado. And I think that people are catching on to the validity of out of home, the trustworthiness of out of home, especially in a, in a fragmented media world where there's so much talk about fake news and, and credibility, tried and true out of home works. So, and I think that candidates and the, and the ballot initiative proponents are, are, are seeing the light and really utilizing our medium. And I can only see it growing from here. I think to build on just one thing Dan said, the idea of the tried and true out of home, it's the tried and true and like the updated 2.0 version of out of home and that out of home's bread and butter has always been that reach and the frequency and broad strokes awareness. And then it's leveled up and one more step in recent years with the addition of so much digital inventory that it is now also a medium in which you can target audiences more strategically. You can reach the people you're trying to reach and you can help on really amplify the investments you're making on other channels with earned media by knowing that by adding out of home to the mix that there will just all of your other media investments will continue to work harder for you as well. So Dan and Lonnie, thank you for joining and providing this insight. And as always, thank you to everyone for listening until next time over and out. 